Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Dr. Shaniqua Johnson, the CEO and founder of two thriving businesses. Firstly, A Better You, who helps multitasking professional women to reprioritize their well-being mentally, physically, and spiritually. And secondly, the media company Stronger Through Faith that helps individuals with a story to tell their stories, share their message, and get it out to the masses through books and through podcasts. Beautiful. Shaniqua, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. It is my great pleasure to be before you and to your audience. Um, And I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, what this connection, this conversation is going to bring. Well, in that case, let's get straight into it. So can you just expand a little bit more on where are you today with your business or businesses? And who is it that you love to work with? Who I love to work with are people that are like me. Those busy, I mean, they are multitasking. Uh, they do a little bit of everything. As you spoke in the the introduction, you know, I am Dr. Shaniqua Johnson. So I hold an honorary uh, PhD and I'm a registered nurse by profession. So um, people always say, well, why didn't you get a, a degree in um, in nursing or, you know, become an actual doctor, a medical doctor. No, because sometimes life pulls you and twists you in different directions. So oh. uh, just as my businesses are, are you know, total opposites, uh, I love to explore every facet of myself, every facet of my being. And I don't like to limit myself. And I know that there are people out there who are the same way. You know, they're doing a little bit of both. And and it's okay. It's okay that we have these multiple loves. We have these multiple passions. So those are the individuals that I love to work with. In my health and wellness company, A Better You, I help you to realize that putting your well-being first is the number one top priority. And I understand that as parents and as caregivers, we always have to put the needs of others uh, before us. But I'm here to turn that all around to let people know that it is not selfish, that it is totally okay. And not only is it okay, but it is necessary that you start to focus or reprioritize your well-being. So we no longer 
can just say, oh, it's self-care Saturday, or you give yourself, you know, a once a month mani-pedi or, or something to make you feel good once a month, once a week. No, I teach people through my courses how to add this a part of their daily lives. So every day you're focused on who you are and, and how you feel and, and, and what is it that you desire? What's your deep rooted desires? And then you are able to now carry on your day without neglecting yourself. So my, my motto is, you know, I help you to reprioritize your health and your well-being so that you can continue to serve the world a hundred percent, but you just don't subtract anything from yourself. So we don't want to subtract anything from us because we, we're we the thriving uh, moment. We're the tool. So we have to make certain that we are taking good care of ourselves. And then mm -hmm. in the media side, everybody has a story, myself included. I'm sure you have you have multiple stories, Mark. Like we all have a story to tell. And I'm a firm believer when we get to a place where we're comfortable with sharing our stories, it's going to help other people. So our stories, oftentimes the things that we go through, the struggles, the trials, the tribulations, it's not just for ourselves. It is for other people. But if we keep quiet, we don't share, we hold it in. How does the world learn? How can people draw on your strength? How can they gain from your experience uh, and, and to be better, live better lives? So I help people um, begin to tell their stories so that they know that they have value and that value can help others as well. I think everything you just shared there with, with two completely like different businesses, they're, they're yes. linked, but they're so separate. There yes. is a lot of, okay, logically, I think everyone gets that. Logically, just get out of your way and share your message. Logically, yeah, put yourself first. However, in the moments, mm -hmm. knowing that, understanding that, and then consistently doing it. There you go. That's two different things. Can you just talk to me about what you find with your clients? What are those, what are those barriers? What is actually holding them back from, from doing this and unforgetting themselves in that moment? What is it? Well, you hit the nail on the head, Mark. It's the consistency. So we'll start it a little bit, but we won't do it consistently. So uh, one of my clients um, in my publishing side, she has a book entitled, It's the Start That Stops Most People. And that's the God's honest truth. We start and we stop. We start and we stop but we never complete anything. And that is due to the consistencies because we start taking on these big bites and we get so full so quickly, we get overwhelmed because it's so much, we bit off more than we could chew. But the process that I help my clients to do is to do it in baby steps, mm. little by little, step by step. And then as you're doing it on, or you're practicing it on a daily basis, it now becomes a part of your daily habits. It now becomes a part of something that you, you can do and can do so confidently, whether it's telling your story, whether it's taking care of yourself, but you have to be consistent with it. Mm. Okay. So what, huh, what, what are the excuses that you hear time and time again that are either blatant or they're sneaky ones. Yeah. Time and money, right? People are always giving, you know, excuses of time. I don't have the time. Mm. No, you don't allocate the time. You have the time, but you misallocate it, 
right? Because if you can sit down and watch a, a binge watch Netflix, right? You can spend four or five hours of your life binge watching a show on Netflix. You have the time to take care, better care of yourself. You also have time to write your book. Because my clients know I if I see them on social media and they're posting up memes and having a good time, I'm texting them. How's that manuscript going? Because I see you and the excuse that you give me is that you don't have time. But I see you how you spend your time. Mm. So it's really about reallocating the time that we have. We all have 24 hours. You know, the greatest the greatest people that we give all of these high accolades they had 24 hours just like we have the same 24 hours but it's how you use that time so i often tell people if you want to incorporate uh physical wellness fitness into your your daily activity how about getting up earlier right how about getting up earlier how about walking to work or if it's not feasible for you to walk to work how about uh getting as close as you can or or if you're taking the bus get off a few stops before so that you have to walk the rest of the way how about taking the stairs rather than taking the ex the elevator mm-hmm. so there are different little you know time you know alignments that we can do so we can reallocate the time um it's just the fact that we don't we don't use it in the best way and then money Oh, I don't have the money. Oh, you know, it costs more to eat healthier. Yeah, I understand that. But let's look at the things that you allocate your money to. And are there any things that, you know, you can do without? Do you have to have the Starbucks coffee, you know, every morning? Can you swap that out? Can you save the money? You know, so there's there's always, there's always, Uh, a reason. There's a rationale as to why we're not doing what we're doing. But when they come to me, when they sit with me, we put the excuses right up at the, at the front. So what, what are the excuses? Go ahead and lay them out. Let's, let's get them all out in the open. And at, what do I do? I start to dispel them Mm. and I just shine the light, give them a little dose of reality. And they're like, yeah, you're right. Once you start to do this and sort of look at them one, one scary monster at a time. Yeah. Then you start to reveal the the avoidance. Yeah. The real reason. So where is that avoidance really coming from? Because these Absolutely. everything you just mentioned there, they're all service level. It's too easy. It's mm-hmm. and again, I guess you can find excuses to why you've got these excuses. And we can go down a, a spiral there. Usually it comes back down to a fear, it comes back down to yes. avoidance. Yes. What? Is there a core concept that you found through through your time working with this, writing about it, coaching through this, living this? Mm-hmm. What is the root avoidance? What is it? It's, it's what we, we call it today, imposter syndrome. It really is about, am I worthy? So it's 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 a coping mechanism. It's It's a way that our body tries to rationalize why we're doing the things that we're doing or why we're not doing the things that we say we want to do. But what it really, really does boil down to is that you don't believe that you are good enough. You can't imagine that uh, a young girl who grew up in in the projects of New York City, you you could never imagine that she would be able to be a, a TEDx speaker speaking on international stages. If you looked at one view, 
and you put the period there, you would never think that I would have been able to achieve all of the things that I've I've done in my life, uh, receiving mm. a doctorate degree, you know, training thousands of, of today's future nurses. Like you would never believe that. And everybody can tell you that you're great, Mark, right? They can say, wow, you did a great job. That was fantastic. You were phenomenal. But if you don't believe that, it's going to be hard for you to continue to proceed and to do those things. So a lot of what I do with my clients is we have to get to the root cause. And the root cause really does stem from, am I worthy? Will people listen to me? Am I qualified? These are all the things that they ask themselves. But then I just start to shine the light. And, and I always tell my clients, when I look at them, like I can see their greatness. I can see uh, all of the beautiful things that they can accomplish and, and how their testimony can help other people. I see that. So I simply tell them, borrow my eyes. Borrow my eyes and start to see yourself the way I see you, the way the world sees you, the way other people have seen you. But we it really is a deep-rooted problem. But we got to mm. clear out the surface because that's the first thing when you ask. They're going to throw all of the excuses out at you. So you just have to keep asking the question, even if it's the same question over and over and over again, to really get to the root of it. And then I start to nurture and support and, and we leave proof. I always tell uh, my clients, we, we're going to put this social proof down here. We're going to put these receipts so that if anybody questions you and that anybody, meaning you, if you want to question whether or not you are worthy, whether or not you are as great as everyone is saying, you're going to have your social proof there. And then you're going to be able to look back on that and believe it and then be able to keep moving forward mm. in spite of everything. Hold on, beautiful concept just dropped in. So to have that proof for yourself, because you're right, it's not about other people. It's the, the most critical person. It's always oneself, absolutely, mm -hmm. bar none. This, to have the social proof, as you call it, now we're getting into the, the sort of marketing of business. You, we, yes. we all need social proof to show that, hey, this is legit. This happens. Yes. Here's someone else saying it. So yes. social proof is vital for any business. Absolutely. I'm just thinking about... So if your concept goes into making the social proof for yourself, then how do you create that proof? How do you build your your own sales page for yourself, whether it's a real page or not? Just what is that? What is that sales page? What, are, what is that marketing um, email drip sequence that you can give to yourself? I like taking two different concepts and seeing how, how, how can we, because all we're talking about here is a reframe. Right. Yes. Yes. So how absolutely. can we sh shift and shock our body and our mind into receiving, hearing this? Because these concepts, again, everyone knows this. Everyone understands it. However, yes. in the moment, because we're human beings with neurochemicals, yes, a nervous system, and a body, and the thoughts, the promises, the beliefs, all these things that come into play, it's easy to say it. Not so easy to do it. That's so. Right. Let's flip. So that being said, let's flip this around because yes, we can talk all day long about our clients and how we've, we've guided them. Yes. How we supported them, how we've helped them to reframe, shift their perception, shift how they approach things, shift what they do. At every level, in every circumstance, we all fight against certain devils. You yourself have, must have your own versions of this. So yes. where different level, different place, different situation, where are you exhibiting these same things 
that proves, hey, this is normal. We all go through this. Great example. Here we go. So I want to say about May, I decided to, so at one point in time, I was doing both worlds. I was living the best of both worlds. I had a nine to five job and I also had my businesses. So talk about a busy multitasking woman, right? I was mm -hmm. doing it all. So I had my commitments on a nine to five job and I also was running my businesses. And then it was in May when I decided, you know what, we're not going to do both anymore. We're going to just fully run the businesses. We're no longer going to be in the corporate world, at least not at that level. Mm. So I decided that not only do I need to go on this wellness journey because I had had some physical ailments that I needed to get myself back, you know, in alignment for so that I can be stronger and better for my clients. I went on this journey, this journey of physical activity, this journey of meditating, getting my mind, my body stronger. Um, I went on this total holistic journey and I grew so much in this realm, but I had to leave the proof. Not that I was trying to prove anything to anybody else. Like, oh, look at me. I'm out here doing this. No, it was about proving to myself. So if you think about it, when you go on a diet, and I know plenty of us have gone on diets in, in, in this day and age, you lose the weight, you're feeling good. And then months later, it comes right back. Mm. And then you make up the excuses as to why, oh, I'm not going to diet anymore because the last one didn't work. So what I do in my own journey, my personal journey, I like to leave my trail. I like to leave, I call them the breadcrumb trails, like, you know, mm. uh, Hansel and Gretel, like we're, we're like in a fairy tale here. We're leaving this breadcrumb trail to say, look at what I've done. So if I ever get to a point where I say, I can't, I can't, I can't, all I have to do is look back. So what I do is as I'm on my walking and my spiritual journey, I am on my Facebook live. So if you go on my Facebook page, you're looking at all of these live videos and mm. I am walking. So for months, you see me consistently showing up Monday through Friday. And because I put the camera on, it forces me to go. See, now, if I didn't put the camera on, I'm like, nobody's expecting me. I'm not going to show up. But I started to hold myself accountable because I know people are watching. I know people are going to tune in. So I'm leaving social proof, not only for myself, but they're watching. And they're mm. like, if Shaniqua can do this, I can do this as well. They see the transformation. They hear the transformation. And they're now getting the strength from my own journey. But if there is ever a time where I start to feel like I'm trapped, I start to feel like I need to, to break free again, I can always look back and say, remember this journey that you took starting mm. in May. You remember that? You see where you grew? Like, listen to the first video, listen to the last video. And then I have my social proof. It's just mm. like a great marketing campaign, right? You know the marketing strategies. So you can't just talk to somebody one time. You send out one email and you're like, that's it. They're going to love me. They're going to want everything that I have. You have to constantly go into their email. You have to constantly have conversation and, and touch points with them. So it is really, it really does boil down to that consistency. Mm. And I think within this, there are some beautiful like touch points. I think you mentioned it, that it's to share in the yeah. moment, to share your journey. 
Yeah. There's something so beautiful about not taking the sort of the higher road with I've been here, done that, and here's yes. this. Hold on, I'm living and breathing this. Yes. Maybe a different situation, maybe a different challenge or a different problem. Absolutely. But here is the here is the thread. Here's how this it's it's, it's the same flavor. Yes. Now let's talk about that together. I believe there's something so empowering with that. It's kind of beautiful. I mean, we were joking offline about, you know, where, where, where you've been, what you're done, where your futures lies. It's like, yeah, yes. I, I want to be able to travel. However, yes. oh, Mark, let me give you every single excuse why I can't move exactly. right now. <laughs> it's like, there is something so beautiful about understanding. Here's the same concept. It's the same yes. concept that's gone all the way through this, this podcast. And here's one that you're living and breathing literally right now. Yes. And you know it. However, isn't it tough for us to look at this? It doesn't disqualify you from your experience or your authority. Absolutely not. Yes. It shows, okay, let me. So do you mind just take taking us through that that kind of journey and what, what what you're feeling right now, what you're in this moment that will be an amazing story? Yeah. In what years, months to come? Absolutely. Absolutely. But right now it's 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 real. It, the, the wound is open. It's it's living and breathing. I've learned so much about myself, right? Because we think we know ourselves, but we're constantly evolving. So you're not the same person that you were on yesterday. You think you are because you look the same. You're still doing the same thing. You're still going to the same places, but we are not the same. We change, we morph, we, we, we turn into these new creatures. Every time you get some extra knowledge, whether you're reading a book, whether you're listening to a podcast, you are gaining this, these, this information. And it's like it's changing your genetic makeup. It's changing who you are. And that's how we become better. So I literally, like looking back, I can literally see how much I've grown. I can see how I've grown spiritually. I can see how I've grown to really practice what I preach. So when I preach to you, everyone, and I say, you should put your well-being first. Well, now I can honestly say that I do because that's how I start each and every morning. I started with my prayer, my meditation, and then I'm on my walk. And in addition to my walking, I'm hydrating myself. So I'm big on drinking water now. And the excuses I used to give back in the days was I didn't have time. It didn't fit. But now I have the time because I'm making the time and I've literally reshifted everything that I thought was a priority. I have now moved it like on a, a chessboard. You go here, you go there. And this is where I go. Because mm. I matter. In that moment, in that transition, what what was so important to you that mm. empowered you, allowed you to take those steps? Me. I was so important. Where before that, the nine to five job was more important. The kids were more important. The businesses were more important. The clients were more, everybody was more important than me. And unfortunately, it took health issues for me to now sit and say, wait a second, you do all of this for everyone else, but then you do it at the sacrifice of yourself. 
So I was out there sacrificing. I was serving the world 100%. I was giving you 100% over here, 100% over there. But it was just subtracting from me. My health started to suffer. And then as, of course, as a nurse, I was like, all the lights and bells and whistles were going off. And it's like, girl, what are you going to do? I I, I, I try to double down on where did that come from? Because as a when we we work with an awful lot of coaches who have a very mm-hmm. much a sort of soul business, it's a purpose led yes. business. Yes. There is that level of I want to over deliver, I want to undercharge, mm-hmm. I want to lose my work life balance. I want to. There's some perfectionism. There's all these people pleasing tendencies that come through, and it comes from a great place. It comes yeah. from a place where we can ah oh, crumbs now full circle again. Justify we can justify all these yeah. these reasons of why. Mm-hmm. So. What was it for you in that moment that was, where was that justification? And what was it that literally broke it? The justification was, I mean, honestly, what it was saying is that I put myself last because I will accept the excuses for me, Mm. right? So you, you can tell, I can tell myself, no, we don't need that right now. Scale back. Uh, You don't need that much sleep. Uh, you don't need that much food. Like I can, I can tell that to myself and I, I go about thinking that it was okay. Um, having a, a service heart where you feel like you have to give, you know, the shirt off your back to everyone else. You've got to, you know, feed the poor and and, and serve, you, you know, it, it comes from a place of your spiritual being where you feel like you have to have like this pauper's heart where you get the crumbs and everyone yeah. else gets to eat. But at what cost? Oh my gosh. It literally started to cost me my life. I was so stressed out from putting everyone else's needs above mine that I was starting to dwindle down. Mm. Hair's falling out. Um, you know, I'm having all of these medical issues. I'm tired. I'm sluggish. I'm like, wait a second. You're a wellness expert. You're out here teaching people how to boost their energy, their mental clarity, and their stamina naturally. And you're now deteriorating? So I said, well, we got this imposter syndrome that says that you're a fraud. Well, now you are because now you're not practicing what you preach. self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And it came from a place of service and it came from a place of desire. I want to quote you there. The one thing beautiful that you said, I will accept the excuses for me. Mm -hmm. Let's just hold that. Let's put that in bold, underline it. I will accept the excuses for me. You sound like you don't hold these excuses for your clients those that pay you those that rely on you you won't hold this bullshit it's like no that's right no oh you better believe it for yourself (laughs) but for yourself you'll accept them yes yes what it and you know this i know experience yeah that still plays a role yeah i just isn't that so interesting it is very interesting. That is definitely an aha moment. And I think many people will be able to relate to that because we don't accept that. You know, we wouldn't accept the excuses from our children, from our employees, you know, from the people, our coworkers. We're not going to accept those excuses. Yeah. But, but I would need to see them. We need to understand that there comes a new awareness to understand yeah. where these are coming from. Why is it happening? Yeah. No one wants to see this, but it's there. So cool. Remove the guilt, remove the frustration. It's just like, Mm -hmm. okay, 
you see what's happening again yes. while we built the unforget yourself system so you can step yeah. back and identify oh i see where i'm going i see what's happening exactly. look there's the justification yes this i think this distance is and there it is your distance with your clients you have that that emotional disconnect yeah with yourself so I separate you're too close. exactly so i don't think of myself as a client but i am my greatest client yeah i am the greatest client I'm the best client that I will ever service in this entire world. It doesn't matter how much money somebody's putting before me. I am my best client. Mm. And the fact that I wasn't holding myself at the same standard, right? Because if, when my clients come in and they start, well, Shanique, well, you know what had happened was I'm like, uh-uh, drop that in the bucket. That doesn't belong here. Let's reframe this. Let's get this out of here. And we're good. But mm. I won't do that with myself. And I mm. should, and I do now. <laughs> I Beautiful. do now. Yes. Hey, Shaniqua, thank you so, so much for sharing everything that you do. And also you know, just exploring behind the scenes of what it's been like for you, how you've grown, how you've evolved, how crumbs, you yes. do all the same things that we all do. Yes. And it's kind of beautiful to hear this. So thank you so, so much. Thank you for inviting me to have this conversation. And I definitely hope that it brought some value uh, to your listeners. Well, thank you so much. And look, hey, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can oh, they find yeah. you? Oh, I'm all over social media. So Shaniqua Inspires. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm over there ticking and talking with everybody. Um, I'm on Facebook, Shaniqua Inspires, Instagram. I'm even on LinkedIn, Shaniqua Inspires. So I'm, I'm out in these, these social media worlds trying to spread my message of peace, love, and inspiration to, to everyone. Love it. Well, everyone, go and check that out. And again, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.